Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. The greater the revelation of Jesus that you have will be the greater the authority that's released when you use his name. Speaking forth the name of Jesus. The greater the revelation of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, the greater the authority that's released at the use of his name. And you gain understanding and revelation of who Jesus is through his word that has been given to you and I. And we have been given the Holy Spirit to help us to know and understand the very word that has been given to us. It was the Spirit of God that quickened our mortal bodies and made it alive. Through our faith in the Word of God. Through our faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we received the sacrifice that was made for you and for, for me. And we have stepped into eternity. We've stepped into this relationship. But this authority is released by the revelation of knowing who Jesus is. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness of the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he said this, he went out again to the Jews. And he said to them, I find no fault in him at all. But he was still stuck with the question, what is truth? And here it was right in front of him, slapping him in the face. Because Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the truth. He's the truth. And you want to know the truth? The truth, when you know the truth, it makes you free. When you know the truth, it makes you free. When you know Jesus, it makes you free. He's the word become flesh for you and for me. And he walked it out before men. He walked out everything that he was. If you take the scripture of the word of God and begin to study, but be intimate with the very word of God, that you dig in. And really allow the Spirit of God to teach you and reveal Jesus to you through the pages of, of His Word and through Scripture. Then there's a strength that rises up on the inside of you. And because God is just more than enough and He gives you more than you absolutely need, He says, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. It's expediently for me to leave right now because I need to give you the Holy Ghost. The helper. He'll be there to help you every along the way. 
Listen, I am relying on the Holy Spirit when I'm ministering. I'm reliant because to, to remind me of the things that I've put within my heart through his word. And there will be things, scriptures that pop out, I keep saying, and speak it in my own natural, just if I'm just chilling out on a beach or something like that. It might not come out of me like that. You know what I'm saying, you know? But under the anointing, when the anointing is being released, he helps you. The Holy Spirit is your helper. Amen? Now, we want to have the word of God planted within our hearts and within our minds. We want to have memorization of the word of God. But it must go beyond memorization and really go into the heart and become alive. It's the spirit of God that which causes the word of God to become so alive to us. And it comes through faith, simply believing, simply trusting. So in John chapter 14 and verse 1, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, now listen to this, I am the way, the truth. And the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life. What is truth? Jesus is truth. You have many messages flying at you on CNN, NBC, MSNBC, all these other news cable news networks and everything. You got so much information flying at you, uh, uh, news wannabes. Everybody got something to say. Everybody's got an opinion. But the only opinion that matters is God's opinion. Everything else is a heresy. Jesus is the truth. And we grab a hold of the truth and we decree him, we lift him up, we declare him. So you have so many messages out there, but there's only one message that you need to really grab a hold of that's going to produce life in your life. There's only one message that you need to grab a hold of that's going to produce power in your life. There's only one message to grab a hold of that's going to produce wholeness in your life. There's only one message to be grabbing a hold of that's going to touch other people through your life, and it's Jesus the message of the cross. It's his word all the way from the Old Testament even to the very end of the New Testament, even to the book of Revelation, all the way from Genesis to Revelation, all the way through. And that's what you grab a hold of. And the word of God has the answer for every problem that you are facing in your life. The word of God. No man, no shrink, no one. Only the word. You must go to the word. Now, yes, I mean, you says that there's safety in the multitude of counselors. 
as long as those counselors are full of the Holy Ghost and the Word of God. Because if you're going to counselors that are in the world, then you're getting the wrong counsel. The only counsel you can get is with other men and women of God. And I actually have that scripture on my phone. Because he really does. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Proverbs 15, 22. Really what it means, or how I look at it, in the multitude of counselors, how about this? In accountability. It creates, they create, counselors create an accountability for us. Okay, so we don't want to be accountable to people that are bound in the world. We want to be accountable to those who are walking in righteousness. As Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. But he did, you notice he says, as I follow Christ. He would never say, follow me when I'm doing, being an idiot. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. That's why it's imperative that you know the word of God for yourself and you're relying on just the pastor to be the one or, or some other man of God in your life or woman of God that, that you look up to to be, be there standing strong for you all the time. Because Jesus is the only one. You should never lift up a man of God and put him on a, on a pedestal. Jesus is the only one that sits there on the throne of your heart. Jesus is truth. And that's where you walk, walk in freedom. If you're bound in any area in your life, the truth of God is what's going to make you free. Jesus will make you free when you get to really know him. As I said earlier, as you've studied the word of God and the Holy Spirit's revealing Jesus to you, then when you use the name of Jesus, there's greater power that's released. Every demon has to obey. Every sickness has to bow. And that people will recognize that you have the authority of heaven. Because they recognized it when Jesus spoke. They said, man, he's, he speaks with such eloquence and such authority. And then after he left and then the disciples started using the name of Jesus and laying hands and speaking and decreeing and declaring unlearned men. They said, how is it? These guys are like, how is it? <laughs> These guys are just a bunch of. You know, um, fishermen. But yet they speak with such authority. They've been, they recognize that they've been with Jesus because they carried the same authority. Because they knew Jesus. They were with Jesus. They had an intimate, they touched him. They felt him. But they also experienced him. His words that he spoke. And that, those words that he spoke into their hearts, even though they were dull of understanding at that time, when he rose and the Spirit of God came and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, it was like everything went boom and came alive. And they began to be bold with the gospel after the Holy Ghost came upon them. Now I want you to see here in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 20. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that we may know him who is true. Now listen to that. I mean, meditate on this right now. 
And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding. So he's given us this understanding. So we can say, thank you, Father, that you've given us this understanding. You've given it unto me. I take it by faith. It's mine. That, we, that I may know him who is true. And we are in him who is true. In his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. So what needs to take place in our life to become ones living and walking in the truth, demonstrating the truth, living the truth before men because Jesus, the truth, is in us. The way is in us. The life is in us. The way, the truth, and the life is in us. Jesus is in us. He made his home in us. But through Scripture, you can see clearly where it says to, that we need to renew our minds to the Word of God. You find it in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, how we need to renew our minds, the transforming our lives through the Word of God that takes place. There's a transformation as we give ourselves to the truth. But here in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 7, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it. Did you hear that? Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left. That you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. You know, when you think of the law of gravity, if you go up on, the, on a building and think that you're going to defy the law of gravity by stepping off that building, you're in for some trouble. Unless you have a parachute. But you cannot defy the law of gravity. What goes up must come down within the atmosphere. And I'm not talking about... Pastor Jason, what about the spaceships? No, shush. That's not what I'm talking about. But you understand what I'm saying. There's still a law in the earth at work. And that takes a lot of thrust to get past into the atmosphere and into space. And there's a different law that's, that's operating in space, right? But in the earth, in this, this realm... There's the law of gravity. You can't defy the law of gravity. Now, there's another law called the law of lift. You have to have a wing shape just right to catch it with the, you know, with the flaps and the aileron and all that other stuff coming in to lift, to get the lift you need. But you also have to have the thrust. You have to have something powering it to get up to even fly. For even the law of lift to even work. 
So there are laws that are in place. Well, just like there are laws, natural laws that are in place that you just simply cannot defy or you will die. It's the same way concerning his word. There's promises in his word. He promises that he'll make your way prosperous, that you would have good success. When you're in the word of God, you will get to know him who made you. For this is eternal life that you might know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. To know him experientially. Well, how do you get to know him? He gave us his word. Written by men that were inspired by the Holy Ghost. Prophets prophesied of Jesus. Isaiah was 700 years. I think it was, was it 1,200 years with King David? Somewhere around there. When he prophesied about Jesus. Um, you think about this. And you got all these prophets who prophesied. They spoke. They've written, these, they've written these prophecies down. Inspired by the Holy Ghost. Speaking of the one who would come. The words of life. That will produce life in you. And give you understanding of the heart of Heavenly Father. Of the life of Christ Jesus in you. You'll see him more clearly. That's why it's important that we give ourselves to the word and prayer. You can see the importance of the disciples having to give themselves to the word and prayer. Matter of fact, you find that out. I think it was in Acts, um, I think it was chapter 4, somewhere in there. And where they were feeding the people, but they were the only ones doing it. And they said, it's not right for us to have to, you know, leave the word of God in prayer to have to serve tables. So what we're going to do is we're going to find men full of the Holy Ghost, seven men. Well, when they did that, they found these seven men full of the Holy Spirit to serve the tables and take care of, of all those who were in need. And it says that the word of God, because they were able to be in prayer and in the word, the word of God spread even faster because they saw Jesus more clearly through his word. They were built up. They were made spiritually strong to continue to move forward in what they were called to do. We need the word of God in our lives. We need the truth of God's word in our lives, not just in our heads, but in our hearts, that we have revelation of it, that we have intimate knowledge of the word of God, that it's real, that it's alive to us, so that when we go out, we'll be able to live a life on fire. We'll be able to live a life of his power. We'll be able to live a life in his strength. We won't be doing it in our own strength, but in his strength. So the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. So he's saying you got to speak it all the time. And you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do 
according to all that it is written in it. So you're going to speak it out of your mouth, then you're going to meditate on it. Now we know that to meditate also means to mutter. But he already spoke that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. So to meditate goes even deeper than just muttering it over and over and over again. Because you're not just chanting it. It's so much more than that. It's an actual visualizing yourself living it out, walking it out. That's what it really means to meditate on it. And you talking about it. And there's truth. You're speaking the truth. If you're grabbing a hold of the truth of God's word and you're meditating on the truth of God's word, then freedom is coming to you. There's freedom that you're walking in. For it's the truth that shall make you free. And then you observe to do according to all that is written in it. So now you're being watchful that you're living it, that you're actually doing it. That you're actually, actually putting forth effort. You're watchful of the steps that you take, the things that you say. And here's the law that we get to partake of or the blessing that comes from living by his word and by his truth. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. I have seen my successes. I have seen these things because of living in the word. But I've also seen the failures because I haven't given myself fully the way that I know that I should. We can look back at our lives and go, mm, mm, wasn't doing it there. Oop, I was doing it there. But how about we make that decision where you're all in and, and you just, you want to live this. You give your heart. You give your life. You give your body. You give your mouth. You give your mind. You give your feet. You give every part of you to his word and to his truth. Why would we not want to? He just says that you'll have good success, that you'll be prosperous and have good success. That means you'll be as a whole man, a whole person. You're not going to be broken. You're not going to be struggling. Now, you might face times that are hardships, but you don't have to struggle through it. You don't have to because he has his word and his truth that we can live and walk in. He's saying there's a better way. It becomes a real struggle when we just kind of slip back to our old way of handling things. Our old way of handling stress. Our old way of handling, uh, as we talk about, the way that seems right to a man. But we live according to the way that seems right to the Lord. His word is what is the right way. And it shows examples of the wrong way, too, all the way through the Old Testament. Read the Old Testament. You see all the wrong ways. And you see all the right ways. When the children of Israel were putting God first in their life, they were always blessed. They were always blessed. And whenever they did not put the Lord their God first, 
they would falter and fall on their faces and then the enemy would come in and rule over them and wreak havoc on their life. And then they would cry out and repent. Then all of a sudden, they rise up in power and strength again. And they reign, and, and, and they're doing well, and they're happy, and they're prosperous, and they're blessed. But then they start taking their eyes off and forget their God who has brought them all this blessing. And act as if it's by the power of their own hand and their own might that they have obtained these things. And they fall flat on their faces again. How many times have you seen them rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall throughout the Old Testament? Leading up into the new. Even to the point where God says, you are not my people. He just divorced them. And then finally, when it came back around, Jesus. But he, said, but he, he says, no, but we're going to restore them back. We're going to restore them back, but I'm going to restore them back through Jesus. Because they can't live, they can't do this in their own strength. They need a savior. They need a savior. That's what they need. They need Jesus. Now, these are the steps. In Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. We talked about that. There's safety in the multitude of counselors. Don't, don't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stands in the path of sinners. See, so you can see this individual, they're backsliding. Nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. It's the word of God. And in his law, he meditates. In his word, he meditates day and night. He shall be, here's more promises, like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I'm telling you, every tree I've ever seen by the rivers of water, they are flourishing, they are green. Hey, I like it that when you're near that eastern Washington heat and, and you're sitting by the river and you can hear the leaves rustling in the wind and, boy, you could take a nap right there <laughs> in the shade of the tree that's been drawing it's live. It's a happy place. <laughs> yeah, Lake Chelan. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So you're going to bring forth your fruit in its season. Your leaf will not be all withered. You're not going to be an ugly-looking tree. And whatever you do will prosper. Say whatever. whatever. I, do I do will prosper. Will prosper. Because I'm in the word. I meditate on his word day and night. We're to meditate on his word day and night. We cannot forget. If we meditate on his word day and night, we will not forget the Lord thy God. We will not forget him. Every time the children of Israel forgot him. They started complaining, and they would fall. But every time they would remember the Lord thy God, they were happy, they were blessed, and they were prosperous. It's that simple. And there'll be no problem 
too tough that you will not be able to handle. Matter of fact, he already said that he's going to allow no temptation to be too strong that you can't handle. As long as you're staying in his word and staying in his truth, you'll be able to stand. You'll be able to stand through the tests of time, through the battles. There will be battles. Now, he never said that it was just going to be, you know, uh, green pastures all the time and, and a rosy, a rosy petaled path before you. He never said that. But he says, I would be your strength. I would be your deliverer. I'll be your help in every present time of need. That's what he did say. As long as you put him first in your life, as long as you put his word first in your life, as long as you take a hold of the truth of God's word, then you will have the truth in you. And the truth will cause you to become prosperous. Because his truth is what sets you free. And when you use the name of Jesus, great power is released because you know the truth. You know Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And when we say that life, I know it doesn't say in that scripture abundant life, but it's still the abundant life. And in that truth, it's the only truth. And in the way, the only way. The best way. For even God says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. That's the way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. And Jesus is your life. Love Jesus more. But just fall in love with him more. Having more of those intimate moments with him. In his word in prayer daily daily now if jesus is your life then you want to spend time with jesus every day every day every moment we want to be in his word daily his word that reveals who he is the person of the lord jesus christ And to know our heavenly Father whom, who sent him. Well, he says, if, you know in me, if you've seen me, then you've seen the Father who sent me. So you'll know the Father too, if you know the Son. You know his word, you know his truth, you'll know the Father. And then you got the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many of this blesses tonight? It's blessed me. Just that encouragement. You just kind of drop this in my heart while during worship. And just the authority that's in the name of Jesus. It's all backed. It's all backed by the word. And when you're saying, in the name of Jesus. Think about this now. It's all the revelation that you have gained through being in the word of God. It is backed and it releases that power. In the name of Jesus, all the authority of the word of God is backing you. All the authority of heaven is backing the name of Jesus. It's the power of eternity that he's given to you, to the church. The name of Jesus is the power of eternity given unto us. So we have a blank check. 
and we can write it out for any, moment, uh, any amount that we, that we want. Because he says, whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. I'll do it. Have faith, trust, and believe. Amen? Hallelujah. So we all are in different areas in the walks of our life concerning this truth and living in this truth. So we make a decision. Lord, I want to crank it up. I want to live in this truth. I want to relive in the reality of this with greater revelation and greater understanding. And I thank you, Father, that you're revealing it to me. So he'll show you what you need to give, what, what effort that you need to put towards it. He'll show you. You'll know in your spirit. It's not what I put out there, because if I put something out there, it can be a burden to you. I could probably say, well, this is what works for me, but you still have to hear from Heavenly Father, because your relationship is uniquely between you and Him. Some people, they just, more worship, more worship. Still need the Word, still have to have the foundation of this Word. Some people, early in the morning, they get up. Spend time with them. Some people, maybe it's late in the evening. That's their best time. Morning, afternoon, evening, just give them it all. While you're sleeping, just give them everything. And he'll, he'll give you the ability to do it while you're working. He'll show you. You'll meditate on scriptures. You'll be working and just thinking about his word and his truth. And it'll explode on the inside of you. I don't have many kids in here, but I get the young teens. We got, you have aspirations in life, things that you want to fulfill and you want to do. If you put him first, you'll be successful in everything that you do. Whatever you put your hands to will prosper. Put Jesus first. You're never too busy for Jesus. You're never too busy for his word. We can never allow ourselves to be too busy that we're not spending time in the word of God and peering into his heart, peering into his life, peering into his truth, peering into who he is. Do not let a day go by without spending time with him in his word and his truth. Let it become so a part of you. You will prosper You'll be in health even as your soul prospers because the word of God will cause your soul to be prosperous. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, thank you, Jesus.